And welcome to the Cairo Broad Ministries weekly podcast. I am your host and founder of Cairo Broad Ministries, Stephen. Uh, it's just a nice, uh, wonderful, uh, rainy day here in South Carolina where Cairo Broad Ministries is located. And, uh, I have busted out flannel for the first time this season. Oh, I I am a bro who loves flannel. I, I, I have a little bit of hipster in in me, and when this time this time of year comes around, oh man, do I love flannel! So I got it on. It's rainy. It's cool. Uh, you can really tell the seasons are changing, and I was hashtag basic white girl this week, and I had to drop down and go to Starbucks and get me a PSL uh, because it is fall. Uh, so welcome fall, welcome everybody who's listening in today, this week. Uh, before we get into this week's topic, uh, I just want to talk about uh, just uh, if you have any questions, uh, any insights about topics uh, you may want to want to see covered either here on the podcast or uh, on the blog or any other kind of content, you can feel free to. Uh, email me at steven at org, or you can go to the uh, go to our website org, and click the contact us page and send us an email and uh, we'd love to get some user generated content going uh, and if you have a story to tell if there's a bro out there or even a lady who has a wonderful story to tell uh, about coming uh, coming to Jesus or just uh, transforming the life in any way uh, feel free to give uh, uh, to give us a shot, uh, a shout um, through our website, and we we can schedule up and actually uh, interview you for uh, the podcast and ha- have your story broadcast out to everybody. Uh, so this week, if you've uh, taken a look at my blog so far this week, uh, I put something out there that was quite. Uh, that, that I said at the beginning that there was a disclaimer that, that would ruffle some feathers. And uh, this is the topic we're going to talk about this week. And, and I'm going to share my insight uh, from things that I've, I've read, researched, and just my own experience of what I've seen out there and things about it. Uh, so we're going to talk about addiction. Uh, if you've known uh, anything about me or what on, I am uh, a recovering uh, pornography and sex addict. So I am very open about it. I'm getting my master's in addiction and recovery counseling and uh, will be pursuing a doctorate in clinical psychology with an addiction specialization after that. Uh, so addiction is very, very uh, close to my heart and uh, just just getting awareness out about different addictions and recovery and how to, how to bring uh, Jesus into that. And one of the things that, that I uh, talked about this week was how society today, especially in this country, has normalized the word addiction um, and even um, used it as, uh, rather than in the negative, but turned it into a positive word. Um, now I'm not saying uh, we are not uh, using this. We still look negatively on substance abuse 
and alcoholism and even sex addiction and pornography addiction, but it's it's many other types of normal, what I say, quote unquote, normal addictions that uh, are getting uh, really appraised uh, today. And I laid out three different ones that I talked about in my blog that I'm actually going to go into a little bit more depth with uh, today in this podcast. Um, so bear with me. And if I ruffle any feathers, well, that means I'm doing my job because this is what I, this is what I do. I'm getting bros and anybody listening out there to think differently about, uh, the world and how to incorporate Jesus into their lives. So first one I say is actually, um, well known and things is, is Netflix addiction, uh, being a Netflix addict, uh, I mean, I do. First thing, uh, I am. A, a, I can be addictive to Netflix and show some addictive patterns with Netflix. I can binge watch shows. Trust me, when House of Cards season three comes out in February, it's going to be very hard for me not to finish that in two days. Uh, and this is what this is what Netflix is is uh, is kind of banking their their new. They're, they're this uh, streaming shows uh, on is is this uh, binge watching, and when we talk about binge watching, what do we mean? Uh, you see it all over. You see it on on BuzzFeed posts. You see it. Netflix uses it. You see it on the news and the Today Show and Fox and Friends and everybody kind of kind of jokes about it. Binge watching is when. Exactly what I just said. Like if you start Friends season one and a week later you're finishing Friends season nine or whatnot, season eight, however long Friends was on. It's the uncontrollably watching so many shows that uh, it's like binge drinking in a weekend where you just go crazy. Friday Night Lights. I know a lot of bros love that show. I love that show. It's about football. Coach Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been known to watch the entire five seasons of of that show in a matter of days, and that's what binge watching is. Is is when you just you spend all day. And so, what is wrong with being a Netflix addict? Uh, well, it, in a lot of ways, it's like pornography. Uh, it, it turns your brain to mush. If you sit there on a Saturday and watch Netflix all day, you start one episode, and before you know it, it is 10 o'clock. You haven't gotten out of your PJs. The only times you've gotten up is gone to the bathroom. You've missed an entire day of productivity and doing things and not being social. And it's almost like heroin, where... You're you have been in a in a state of of being uh, isolated and not triggering pretty much anything in your brain. Um, serotonin and the relaxation uh, in your brain kind of kind of has taken over. Um, and so that's one thing that's wrong with net, being a Netflix addict. Another thing is is who wants to be called an addict? Seriously, addict is an addict and addiction are negative terms. Yes, I own that I'm an addict, but 
it's not a good thing to be an addict. There, uh, there's something inherently missing in your life if you're being, if you say you're an addict. Um, and I don't understand why it is so almost like awesome to be like, who's a Netflix addict? And you can get an entire room raising your hand saying, yeah, I am. It's like being a Starbucks addict. It's, it's like, why, why do you want to profess that? I mean, Netflix has gone even so far as to promote binge watching and, and, and addictive behavior. This new show that they came out with last week, uh, last couple of weeks called Narcos. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. looks amazing. Uh, I plan on watching it at some point. But they, they, uh, they had ads on Facebook saying, hey, time to binge watch on Narcos. And it's like, for me, who's an addict, who's studying addiction, who's studying, that's, that's promoting addictive behavior. And that is not conducive to uh, a productive and healthy society. Uh, the second addiction that I talked about um, that, that I see a lot of uh, the glorification of it is is weightlifting, exercising, CrossFit, bodybuilding, all that exercising it kind of addiction. I mean, this is blatant. Uh, I see uh, Instagram accounts, Facebook accounts, things like that 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 profess that they're an addict to weightlifting, to fitness, um, that they. Just don't. There are CrossFit gyms out there called CrossFit Addiction, CrossFit Addict. There are websites promoting it. There are. Uh, it, it's it's just amazing what. Um, what it is, and before I go any further into this one, I just want to say, what if you're asking me right now? If you're asking yourself, what what is the big deal? about addiction. Yeah, I'm addicted to fitness. I'm addicted to Netflix. So what? Well, I'm going to read you the definition of addiction uh, that comes from the National, uh, the American Association of Addiction Medicine. uh, And uh, it's the best um, definition that I use uh, in a lot of my research and things and and papers for for school. Um, uh, The DSM-5 Uh, A definition deals specifically with substance abuse and things, but this one kind of has a a, a broader, uh, more general idea of what addiction is. So addiction is a primary chronic disease of brain reward, motivation, memory, and related circuitry. Dysfunction in these circuits lead to characteristic biological, psychological, social, and spiritual manifestations. This is reflected in an individual pathologically pursuing reward and or relief by substance use or other behaviors. Addiction is characterized by inability to consistently abstain, impairment in behavioral control, craving, diminished recognition of significant problems with one's behaviors and interpersonal relationships, and a dysfunctional emotional response. Like other chronic diseases, addiction often involves cycles of relapse and remission. Without treatment or engagement in recovery activities, addiction is progressive and can result in disability or premature death. Uh, now, again, we think of about addiction when we when we listen to that more about alcohol, 
drugs, pain pills, heroin, marijuana, uh, crack, all, all these things that we know of, uh, know of addictions, substance abuse addictions. Um, but reading that and then, and then what I'm going to talk about, about, about what I see about bodybuilding and fitness addictions, it, it can be really harmful. Uh, when you don't get, when you say, well, when you think of the guilt and shame that comes from somebody who's training uh, for a bodybuilding competition or a CrossFit competition or just wanting to lose weight and they want to take a day off and there's guilt and shame in that and they say, no, no days off and they go even though they don't want to, that, that is addictive behavior. Uh, you have to listen to your body. Uh, if your knees are killing you after leg day, Sometimes it's a good day to go take a day off. I mean, you have to listen to your body. Moderation is key when it comes to fitness, too. You can't just go, 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 because you're going to be laying in a body bag, you know, at some point if you go, 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 go. Uh, if one of the things that I see over and over on uh, on fitness Instagram accounts, Facebook accounts, uh, Twitter, things like this, is the uh, the phrase, the sentence, uh, once you see results, it becomes an addiction. And they're saying that like it's a good thing. Um, yeah, once you see, I mean, that's true. Once you see results, it's becoming an addiction. That's why cocaine addicts are cocaine addicts. They see the result that they that they get a boost or heroin addicts see that they could just escape the world by shooting up heroin. Yeah, that's a result. And they want to keep on doing it. And then they get so addicted to that drug that the withdrawal symptoms are so bad. They have to keep on doing it. People that are fitness addicts, bodybuilding addicts. I think a lot of times that I that I see, in posts on social media, it sounds like they're going to the gym to not experience the withdrawal symptoms of not going to the gym for the day. The um, just kind of kind of feeling that you're not getting the uh, dopamine and the adrenaline to your brain, so you're feeling a little bit sluggish the next day. That is a withdrawal symptom. Um, it's just because you take a day off and are sluggish and things doesn't mean you need to, uh, you have to go to the gym. I mean, that's addictive behavior right there. Um, and the funny thing is about what I see with fitness addiction and things on social media is most of the people that are posting about being addicted to fitness have been, uh, have been, uh, have been in recovery from eating disorders and other types of addictions prior. And, Obviously, they have not gotten gotten the. Uh, they have only tri treated the symptoms of their previous addiction or eating disorder, and not the root. And what they're doing now is, yeah, you may have been anorexic beforehand, but now you're going in the completely opposite direction and being a fitness addict. That is, uh, you're just replacing one addict with another you're uh, if you're in recovery from an eating disorder or, to, or an addiction you have an addictive personality you need to 
keep that addict within you in check. You can't keep feeding the addict just in a different light and and in a different activity. Um, it's, It's just crazy to think that people can't take days off. People, you know, keep on building, keep on building, keep on building, keep on building. And, oh, no, I'm having a cheat meal. I'm having a pizza. I'm going to lose my abs the next day. I mean, you're you're going for temporal, immediate results and not thinking about the, the broader, uh, longer vision of your life. And that kind of gets into uh, the third addiction that I have seen out there that people glorify uh, that I talked about this week in my blog. Uh, which is healthy eating addiction. Um, and this is actually a, uh, it's not registered by, it's not uh, looked as as an eating disorder by the DSM-5 quite yet. Maybe when DSM-5 edition due or DSM-6 comes out, uh, whenever that is, but it is, uh, a bona fide eating disorder that the National Institute of Eating Disorders uh, that promotes awareness and things about eat, different eating disorders uh, talk about. It is an actual eating disorder. Um, and excuse me if I butcher this name, if people know, if you're a nutritionist and you know about this, um, I don't really even though I'm going into psychology stuff, I butcher Latin names for things all over the place. So that, so this, uh, this eating disorder is called ortho orthorexia nervosa. Um, and what the national, uh, Institute of eating disorders, uh, uh, says it, it says those who have an unhealthy obsession with otherwise healthy eating may be suffering from orthorexia nervosa, a term which literally means fixation on righteous eating. Uh, Orthorexia starts out as an innocent attempt to eat more healthfully, but orthorexics become fixated on food quality and purity. They become consumed with what, how much to eat, how to deal with slip-ups. An ironclad will is needed to maintain this rigid eating style. Um... So some of the questions that I, that I pose on the, on the blog and some of the observations I said is if you meal prep on Sundays, if you, this hashtag Sunday meal prep thing, and you don't deviate from those little boxed meals you prepare on Sunday night in Tupperware, you don't deviate from that. That is addictive behavior towards that particular eating disorder. If you feel guilty and shame about slipping up on your meal plan and go and chow down on a pizza or a bunch of wings or have a lot of beer on the weekend at a football game and you feel that shame the next day, you could have this eating disorder. All addictions and things are fueled by the guilt and the shame that you feel after you do the act. Um, so I, so the next thing that I, I'm not going to go too much into that. That's just, I'm just putting that out there. I've kind of ranted a little bit, 
uh, uh, over the last several minutes. So, so then, uh, so really, I say, yeah, what? So what? That's probably what you may be thinking of. So what now? Uh, what does that have to do with anything that has to do with Kyra Bro Ministries or my life or anything like that? Uh, well, first of all, if you think you have one of these, uh, you've been experiencing addictive behaviors and things, first, get accountability. Um, go see a therapist. Go find another bro uh, who you can trust, who's not uh, uh, to to keep you accountable and say that you might be, you might be having an issue with this. Can you please help me out? That is one of the first things you need to do. If you think you have an issue with one of these things I talked about. Um, but there's also a spiritual aspect to all of this in, and in, in my uh, research and in how I approach my counseling uh, addicts and things and what Cairo Bro Ministry is, is there to do is to talk about the spiritual void that is there that you that a bro is feeding with things of this world that are temporary that are things that a lot of times when we talk about addiction recovery and things we're really just talking getting rid of the bottom line behaviors and the uh, and treating the symptoms and we're not looking at the root I look at, I try to treat the root of the addict, uh, and really it all comes down to the spiritual void that a bro or a lady does not, uh, that has, that is not being met, and they're not filling it with God. Um, it's, uh, it comes down to having a personal relationship with Jesus and, and making sure those voids in your life that need to be met by spiritual needs are being met and you're not filling them with Netflix, healthy eating, bodybuilding, sex, porn, drugs, alcohol, any kind of addictive thing that you can, you can do. Uh, and so we can only look to uh, the Bible uh, to uh, give us just a few uh, things that are, are, uh, our go-to points about what does the Bible say. Ultimately here at Cairo Bro Ministries, we're about uh, uh, trying to follow uh, New Testament teachings and the follow and the teachings of Jesus. And so, so I found uh, just a couple, just a few. Um, I put these in the blog, but I'm going to talk about them a little bit here. Um, I'm just uh, a couple of different scripture passages that, they just make us think about what what does God think about this stuff. Uh, so the first one comes from 1 John chapter 2, verse 16. It says, For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life, is not from the Father, but is from the world. Uh, and again, I'm ta- I take all of, um, most of my uh, scriptures out of the ESV version of the Bible. Um, so this particular, uh, verse is really just saying, uh, uh, is saying if we desire to have, uh, a chiseled, shredded bod, if we want to eat right, 
of healthy eating if we want to make sure that we're up to date on all the new Netflix shows and things. These are all uh, desires of the world and not of God. Uh, God doesn't care if you binge watch and make sure you watch the next ep- the next season of Orange is the New Black. God doesn't ultimately care that uh, about where you place in the in, in a uh, fitness competition. God doesn't care about making sure that you get all your macros in for the day. Uh, those are all about the world. Those are all worldly uh, desires. And ultimately, God wants to do everything. To, as He wants you to glorify him in everything you do. Uh, he wants you to eat whatever you eat and drink. Do it for him. Um, so uh, if whatever you're watching, watch it for him. Do it for him. Uh, a lot of the shows that Netflix puts out, although great are not necessarily beneficial for, uh, for the glory of God. Uh, the next verse, uh, that I talked about, uh, that I mentioned, is uh, first Corinthians chapter six, verse 12. It says, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Uh, this is just a nice, uh, verse here just it's, it says that you uh, that a bro may be thinking yeah so well uh, uh, I love uh, to get all my supplements in and I love training for the Olympia every year but oh yeah so what man it's not like it's against the law or anything yeah it's not it's not against it's not even against God's law but just because it's not against the law it's not against God or anything doesn't necessarily mean it's helpful for your life. Um, the, the the saying, yeah, it's a free country. Yeah, it is. You can do whatever the heck you want here. But not everything you, you do or is out there to do is helpful. Uh, and then the last one I talked about was Galatians 5, 1 versus, uh, well, verse 1. And verse 13, uh, it says, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. For you are called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. So both of these are just, oh, I mean, it's challenging. Uh so do not be, do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. So if you are a Cairo bro, if you are living for Jesus, man, he has set you free. You're not a slave to anything anymore. So why put yourself through being a slave to Netflix, to bodybuilding, to CrossFit, to healthy eating? Those are if if you are guilty, if you feel guilt and shame after missing a CrossFit workout after having a cheat meal, 
or anything like that, that, that that's a sign that you are yoked in as a slave to that. Uh, you know, I, I go to the gym four out of five, uh, five work days of the week and I take Saturday and Sunday off. I'm perfectly okay with that. I'm okay. And, and typically if I do, um, maybe on, on that, on that fifth day during the work week, I, sometimes I get cardio in, sometimes I don't. And, and I'm perfectly okay with not getting in because I let my body tell me what I need to do. Or if I have stuff to do around the house that take precedent over me getting, getting cardio in, you know, I'm going to do that. So it's, I'm, you have to keep, let your body know, uh, talk to you and listen to it. Um, and we were called to freedom in Jesus. If we are in Christ, we are a new creation. We are free. And through that, instead of living for, uh, living for the flesh, living for the world, living for these earthly desires and things that, that the world says we need to, we need to go to, we need to serve one another. So instead of, if you love CrossFit, if you love exercising and things like that, instead of trading up your body, uh, and, and building it down ultimately, uh, maybe learn to become a trainer or, or take some, some younger kid under your wing and teach them, uh, how to, how to eat healthy, how to, or how to, how to lose some weight or how to do things in a natural, uh, form. Uh, but serve one another in love. That's the key there. Uh, so in essence, it's just all about not being yoked to uh, as a slave to any one of these things that I that I talk about uh, here today. Um, as as I wrap up today, I just want to want to offer uh, again if any of this has has sparked something in you, and you need someone to talk about it, or you just need or just need to to think out loud and put something on paper and send it to somebody, uh, feel free again to email me at Stephen at org or go to the website org. hit the contact us page and write an email to us and we can start some discourse. Uh, because again, accountability and getting somebody around you to help you through tough times is key to getting better. Uh, so as I wrap up this week's podcast, I just want to say uh, thank you to everybody who supports me, to uh, and and, and uh, the the entire ministry at Cairo Bro Ministries. And uh, if you like what you hear, uh, please give us a shout out at um, and a review on iTunes. With that, thank you very much. See you next week. <laughs>